0: Okay, let's go then. Right, well, I hope you can all hear me. Um, So I'm not going to uh, attempt to do a wide-ranging political report because uh, it's pretty obvious what uh, we need to talk about and um, it's about the only thing that is being talked about of course, so the first thing I think to stress is that this is not historically unprecedented but you have to go back some considerable way uh, to find anything that um, is so um, momentous Um, and indeed what we've got is a combination of a health crisis um, and an economic uh, crisis. Um, so, in terms of um, the health crisis, uh, the nearest parallel, um, as everyone knows, is the influenza uh, outbreak at the end of World War I, which I think went on to about 1920, which infected uh, 500 million people, or thereabouts, that's uh, in those days about a quarter of the world's population. And killed again estimates uh, about 50 million, uh, which is more, if that's true, th- than died um, in the trenches in World War One. Um, economically, uh, I've seen graphs uh, in terms of um, uh, one um, recent set of uh, statistics from the stock exchange. Map- on to the Warsaw at Warsaw, the Wall Street uh, crash in 1929 Um, and indeed um, what we've seen recently is actually more severe uh, than 1929 and perhaps the the only other one uh, that is um, comparative is the uh, bursting of the uh, South Sea bubble in 1720, which is really the beginning um, of um, stock exchanges and uh, uh, all the rest of it. Um, Now, um, there's been much in the news about um, irresponsible people going out, irresponsible people buying, um, you know, loads of uh, toilet rolls uh, and all the rest of it. And uh, obviously, we don't approve... Uh, of um, anti-social uh, uh, behavior, but I do think that we actually need to get things in to proportion, i.e. if there's, uh, you know, panic buying, there's also been, as I've uh, made clear, uh, panic selling. And uh, the panic selling, of course, has led to companies uh, being closed, going bankrupt, People being laid off, put on half-time wages, put on um, you know indefinite holiday with uh, no pay. Um, should be emphasised also that um, um, this isn't uh, without someone there uh, to make a profit. Um, we all know how the stock exchange works. You don't just bet on winners. You can bet on losers. So billions have been made. Uh, from short selling, um, you know, by hedge funds. Um, so you, you bet on um, the pound going down. Uh, we know that the panic um, has led to a flight uh, to the dollar, and you can make a huge killing uh, in the process. And, of course, also with panic buying, uh, one would guess uh, that the big supermarkets are coining it in Um, you know, uh, taking on thousands of uh, extra workers, and one presumes making millions uh, in extra profits. Um, And, of course, it hasn't just been uh, big companies that have gone down. We all know about pubs. We all know about restaurants. We all know uh, about shops. Uh, We also all know uh, about uh, the self-employed. Um, you know, for for many people, uh, this is clearly uh, disastrous. Um, right. Uh, I would also stress that what we've actually seen uh, is a bailout of uh, capital uh, by the government. Uh, there's a lot of talk of, um, you know, we're all in it together, and um, we. Uh, will beat this. But the reality is uh, that what the government is trying to do is save the system, save the system of capital. Um, So cheap lines of uh, credit have been advanced. Uh, The uh, government has promised to nationalise the pay uh, uh, bill of um, workers if they're going to be laid off up to 2,400. Pounds, uh, I believe. We've also seen um, an increase in universal credit. I don't know exactly how much it's gone up by, but I think it's around about a £1,000 a year, which just shows you um, um, in terms of what people are being forced to live on uh, is way, way beneath um, what it actually costs to reproduce labour um, physically. Uh, let alone uh, biologically in terms of uh, new workers and all the rest of it. So we need to view this in in the same way uh, as 2008 uh, when banks were nationalised, they didn't like using the N-word this time round though what they're uh, nationalising is debt. Um, How they're going to Um, increase um, credit and all the rest of it. Who knows? It will either be through printing money, quantitative um, easing, um, or borrowing, uh, which at the moment in terms of markets is extremely cheap. Um, That could lead uh, to inflation, but on the other hand with a severe economic downturn, uh, that would appear to be Unlikely. Either way, uh, we need to bear in mind that after uh, 2008, uh, it wasn't the banks, it wasn't the capitalists uh, that took uh, the biggest burden. It was ordinary people. Um, you know, over a decade of austerity, um, local government um, benefits, hospitals starved, schools starved. Um, you know the story. Short term, um, I think that um, there are very few um, silver linings. Um, my own expectation would be uh, that what we'll see uh, is not so much um, everyone pulling together. The whole ethos of um, capitalism is individualism. Uh, that's what people have been encouraged to think. Um, since at least uh, 1979, uh, with Thatcherism and um, you know, uh, look after yourself, and there's no such thing as society; uh, only individuals and families. You get the the, the message. This has been uh, inculcated into the population, and therefore, in terms of what we would expect, I think uh, is actually a growth of uh, xenophobia the politics of fear, uh, the politics of blaming. And um, although some people might think that that's bad uh, politics, we've seen Trump insisting on calling uh, this virus the Chinese virus or the Iran virus. Nigel Farage has uh, uh, echoed uh, that as well. And of course, what you find in China, uh, in Iran and in Russia uh, our um, mirror image conspiracy uh, theories saying that this disease is actually uh, manufactured in the United States, it's a biological weapon. Well, quite frankly, it's ludicrous, um, but uh, these things can be uh, believed if you want to uh, believe it. That said, um, it has to be uh, stressed that I think all Uh, The governments that uh, um, have been involved um, have shown criminal uh, complacency. Um, If you take China, uh, where the uh, outbreak uh, originated from, you know, we know the stories of um, 40,000 people uh, being at a banquet uh, while the um, contagion uh, was already uh, visible, and that was known uh, by the um, central uh, government. Um, so initially you had denial, uh, hope that it would go away uh, and therefore clearly um, the virus was allowed to spread um, until I actually started to take control and lock down. So we had a whole province locked down, closing of borders, um, you know, tracing uh, of contacts. But you can't say uh, that Trump um, has behaved any better. Indeed, given uh, the example of China, it's quite clear that he behaved worse. Um, he was comparing coronavirus, COVID-19, with flu. As I understand the statistics, and we, we don't know them uh, properly yet, but um, if you take flu, Um, the death rate from that I think is something like 0.1 so in terms of this particular uh, virus it's nearer 1 or 2% Um, and then you've got the whole question of who uh, it kills off, it tends to be elder people, people with underlying health problems uh, and all the rest of it but Trump um, didn't want to upset uh, the stock exchange, didn't want to uh, upset voters Um, and therefore you had these um, what's-it-all-about type speeches. And, of course, in Britain, uh, you had exactly the same performance from Boris Johnson, don't worry, don't panic. Uh, And, indeed, the original uh, strategy uh, by the British government was to basically not let the contagion rip, uh, but to manage uh, the contagion, to the point where something like 60% of the population uh, contracted uh, this virus and therefore uh, you develop what's called a herd immunity. In other words, if you sneeze and you've got this disease, the chances are that the person you're sneezing on has already had it, uh, therefore uh, it doesn't reproduce uh, and it dies out. That's the theory and no doubt that works. Uh, The problem is, as I said, you have to have 60% Uh, of the population contracting it, and of course the side effect of that is, well this is the estimate, that around a quarter of a million people uh, die uh, prematurely. So we have um, at uh, Imperial College, we had Neil Ferguson um, modelling this um, um, outcome, and clearly it's uh, politically uh, unacceptable. And of course what would happen under those circumstances is that amongst those infected ain't just going to be people over 70, people with underlying problems. It would also be health workers who wouldn't be in the hospitals treating people and you'd have a collapse um, of the National Health Service. That's what they were uh, uh, predicting. Um, Hence, we saw a very rapid uh, U-turn by Boris Johnson Uh, and the government, and they shifted from um, a managed um, strategy uh, towards herd immunity uh, to a contain strategy. But clearly, we would had a considerable uh, time lag, and as a result of that, uh, I don't know what the death toll is, but it's uh, shooting uh, up, and all we need to do is look at uh, countries like uh, Italy uh, and Spain Uh, to see what's going to be happening in Britain within a week, two weeks, maybe three weeks, who knows. But that clearly uh, is what we're looking at. If you look at the most successful containment um, we've seen, I think China has to be mentioned. I don't know how many cases they had yesterday or the day before. uh, But in terms of domestic uh, cases, they really reduced it uh, to single figures. And indeed, I think there have been days of where that's gone down to zero. Um, Another example would be Singapore, obviously a very different example. One's a tiny country, one's a huge uh, country, but clearly that is the right thing to do, to contain it, stop it spreading, uh, kill it off. Uh, If the virus doesn't reproduce, uh, it dies. Uh, That's what you should be aiming to achieve. That's what uh, happened with SARS. Um, That's what to do. I, I was just looking up. Um, uh, a famous quote, some of you might recognise it. Uh, The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, does anyone know? (laughs) I'm here from the government and I have come to help. Um, Right, well that's Ronald Reagan in 1986. Um, You know, imagine uh, someone coming out with um, such a statement today uh, that I'm from the government and I haven't come here uh, to help. Clearly, what we're dealing with, um, yet again, um, is an ideological clash uh, between uh, the legitimacy um, of the state and the use of state power and uh, uh, private um, uh, interest. And clearly, uh, if we're talking about uh, an economic crash combined uh, with a, a health emergency, the idea that the state you know, uh, keeps its distance. Its uh, distance would be more than uh, uh, criminal. So, in terms of neoliberalism, um, it's clearly not a, uh, a viable um, idea um, under present uh, circumstances, and indeed, uh, it should be. Uh, it should stand completely uh, discredited. In terms of what we should be calling for. Um, I think that our position should be for nationalisation of uh, companies uh, that need bailing out. I don't think it's right uh, to bail out billionaires like Richard Branson, who, who was talking about laying off um, his staff because of a drop in demand, laying them off and putting them on an uh, uh, indefinite holiday. Uh, we've seen uh, bosses like uh, the top of Ryanair, Uh, talk about themselves taking a 50% cut. Well, when you're on several million pounds uh, a year, that's pretty easy to say. When you're one of the hard-pressed cabin staff, uh, that's an entirely uh, different question. So these companies should be taken over and run um, on the basis of need. And what I would say uh, is that if you look at uh, hospitals today, They might be okay today, but tomorrow, the day after, the week after, clearly uh, there's going to be massive problems. You know, you can't train up doctors overnight. You can't train up nurses uh, overnight. But as I understand it, you can train cleaners. uh, You can train orderlies uh, very quickly. Uh, We should be looking at, instead of people, um, you know, um, not working in the airline industry, Uh, actually working uh, in the health uh, industry. You don't want to force uh, people uh, to do that, but that's what we should be uh, looking uh, towards. We also should be encouraging, to the extent that it's possible, uh, self-help, i.e. groups getting together in localities, obviously over um, uh, the internet, uh, to help out uh, vulnerable people, people that need food delivering and all the rest of it. We also need to be demanding and this is, again, at least so far, being shown to work, testing uh, of people. It's criminal, isn't it, uh, that an advanced capitalist country like Britain um, hasn't got uh, kits to test people. If you look at Germany, um, I think they're testing something like a 100,000 people. Uh, in Britain, I mean, I'm talking about a week, uh, in Britain, it's just handfuls. Um, and in Germany, what you've got uh, is an incredibly low uh, death rate um the people that in germany that tended to contract it turn out to be mainly young uh and returning from ski holidays um in austria and um northern um, um, italy either way testing um that means you know who's had it uh you know who's got it uh, you know who can go back to work uh for example in a hospital if you've already had it, that is um, to the extent that we understand this virus, we don't know how long people stay immune to, uh, to it. Maybe it's a year, maybe two years, maybe it's a lifetime. Either way, what we hear is a vaccine is still some considerable way off. So what we're experiencing at the moment uh, clearly uh, uh, you know, is going to be, at least in the relatively short term, the new normal. Um, And what that carries with it is uh, the draconian temptation from the state. So in terms of detaining people, that's quite right. If someone's mad and wants to go and infect other people, they should be prevented from doing so. But in terms of governments, um, you have the temptation to make that the norm. Uh, And if we look at Israel, and we know why it would be Israel um, basically what they've instituted is the use of um, mobile phones uh, to track uh, uh, people. Of course, in the name of health, uh, but given um, the Arab uh, population, uh, we know that that will clearly uh, become the new norm um, in Israel. Right, starting to um, wind up. Um, looking at the left I have to say that um, in general when I'm looking at the action programs they're coming out with while they are inevitably uh, already somewhat dated so calls to close schools uh, I know some schools sort of ret- remain open but you get the idea they've been closed um, if we look at a lot of other uh, measures that the left has been calling for uh, a lot of them have either been um, fully uh, met or partially met. Um, but, one thing I did note uh, with the various programmes of the left, and I'm talking about the People's Assembly, um, Socialist Workers' Party, SPEW, uh, uh in particular, is a very parochial uh, view uh, of this outbreak. The fact of the matter is, while you can close borders Uh, This disease will travel. Uh, It doesn't know um, any borders. And if we look at what it's done uh, to advanced uh, capitalist countries and what it will do to advanced capitalist countries, uh, when we look at the ability of the Chinese regime to go into lockdown, and then we look at Iran, and then we imagine what will happen in South Africa, what will happen in uh, Nigeria. What will happen in India? Um, this this um, um, is going to be uncontrollable. How can you close down uh, a shanty town where people have to go, um, you know, some considerable distance in order to get water? Uh, what are you going to do? How are you actually going to deliver it? Is there the infrastructure uh, there? Well, not according to my uh, knowledge. So. Uh, In terms of this contagion, of course, it can return. So in terms of China, no doubt it's relaxing at the present time. That does not mean this virus is at an end. It will come back. Uh, The same in terms of Britain and uh, uh, other countries. When it's conquered, it is not conquered. So until you actually wipe it out totally or immunise the entire population, it will keep returning. So I think that what we see, at the present time um, is an illustration of the irrationality of capitalism believing fundamentally uh, that it's got national uh, answers, that we have to have a national effort uh, to defeat this and that finds its reflection surprisingly I have to say uh, in the left, if you point it out of course to the left uh, they will see the point and you don't need to have too much of an argument. Uh, Of course under conditions, normally, uh, when there are mass uh, layoffs, um, what we would expect uh, the left to do is organise meetings, hold rallies, uh, organise strikes and demonstrations. Uh, all of that is now uh, impossible. You can have online uh, meetings, that's true. You could even, I suppose, have an online rally, but it hardly has uh, the same effect. I did note in this week's Socialist Worker, They were actually still, this is the online edition, still agitating for people to go on yesterday's mass demonstration, which of course didn't happen, no surprise. Um, Just two more points. Um, CWU, Communication Workers Union, um, gave the answer that we would expect to the government and the courts. Uh, Ninety. 4.5% 4.5% in favor of strike action, slightly less than last time, which I think was 97%, slightly less turnout, but nonetheless well above the 50% outrageous legal uh, threshold that um, was it Cameron imposed? I can't remember. Uh, either way, that the Tories imposed. Now the CWU has written to both the government and to Royal Mail And basically said, well, look, if you uh, keep off our terms and conditions, um, then we won't use the strike um, option. Um, I think that's a good approach. They've also talked about uh, the mail being, I don't know what number it is. Is it the fifth emergency service? Uh, You know, postal workers visit um, everybody's house. They can see who's um, um, ill. Um, People could leave notes on the door. Uh, asking for help. That's also uh, a good uh, idea. Just lastly, um, our task I think is in the longer term uh, to make the argument that socialism um, makes sense, that socialism must become again the common sense um, of the working class. And it's a bit like, um, you know, given the severity of this crisis, if you look at the end of Both World War I and World War II, not that we want to go through that again, but if you look at the end of those wars, because of the um, how should I put it the extent and uh, scope of government intervention in terms of the economy, organizing food supplies, travel um, accommodation, and all the rest of it, people viewed uh, that as uh, natural. The right thing uh, to do of course we're not calling for state capitalism but in terms of how you cope uh, with uh, what is a natural disaster and then an economic disaster clearly capitalism uh, doesn't work um, so we've seen socialism uh, for the rich uh, once again uh, but nonetheless uh, in terms of um, um, our argument about social control uh, social control through democracy, um, I think you have some sort of great attraction uh, than we had before. That's about the only bright thing that I can see.